Hello, St. Philip Deacon friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer with you again. It's good to be with you. I hope this finds you well. Uh, we are taping this early in Holy Week. We'll be publishing it on Wednesday of Holy Week. So I have Holy Week on my mind. And today, uh, specifically, I'd like to reflect on a book. I mentioned this in a prior uh, podcast. This is a volume called The Man Born to be King by a British author named Dorothy Sayers. And I'm thinking of this book for three reasons. First of all, it's the time of the church year that prompts it uh, or brings it to mind. I mentioned in, in the prior episode that C.S. Lewis, one of my all-time favorite authors, read this volume from start to finish or from cover to cover every Lent. And so that in itself commends it to us. Um, the second is the sort of strange and unusual times that we are living in right now in the midst of this pandemic. And Sayers was invited to write this volume. It's actually a collection of 12 short plays that were written for the BBC during another strange and unusual time, namely World War II. Like C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity, this was broadcast on uh, the BBC during World War II. And they were a set of plays, and so you can imagine uh, plays are typically performed in front of an audience. These plays were performed behind microphones in a sound stage somewhere in the BBC. And, and it brings to mind what we're doing in worship these days in the empty sanctuary, and, and certainly participating with you in worship uh, and prayer and song, but we're doing it in a very different kind of way. And so um, in the same way, these plays were performed in a very different kind of way. The, the third and final reason that I'm, I'm uh, thinking of this book, though, uh, and again, I would, I'd commend the book to you. I'm not sure how easy it is to get, but there's a wonderful introduction from it or to it by Dorothy Sayers and by effectively the producer, who is a member of the BBC uh, staff. And in those introductions and in the plays themselves, one of the things that becomes very clear is that when Dorothy Sayers wrote these plays, she was interested in bringing to life the story of Jesus in a way that was resonant and meaningful for the people of her day and her time. And this Holy Week in particular, I would encourage all of us um, to take a cue from Dorothy Sayers and remember that this greatest story ever told, this greatest drama ever lived, was lived by real people who lived in a real place in a real time. And I'd invite us in our prayer life this week, this Holy Week, uh, to immerse ourselves in those stories. And this is a very ancient form of prayer, by the way. Immerse yourself in those stories and use all of your senses, the senses of sight and smell and hearing and taste and touch, to allow yourself to imagine yourself being there during the events of Holy Week. And look around as you're doing this and consider what the people in those plays, those stories, are feeling. Um, Palm Sunday, we just celebrated. There's a sense of excitement and pride by the disciples, recognizing, oh, this Jesus who I've hitched myself to is going to be someone. And therefore, maybe I'm going to be someone as well. And then we move to the events of Monday, Thursday, and this strange, confusing Seder meal, this Passover meal, the Last Supper, when Jesus is saying these strange things about eating his body and drinking his blood, uh, when uh, one of his disciples betrays him over to the uh, authorities. They go into the garden uh, where the disciples are tired and worn out and cannot even stay awake while Jesus asks them to pray with him. And then, of course, Jesus is arrested and eventually killed on Good Friday. I invite you to reflect on what those disciples are thinking as they move from Palm Sunday and the excitement, the joy, the anticipation of Palm Sunday to the 
sadness, the despair, the self-revulsion of people like Peter when he denies Jesus, and the guilt that each of them feels as they flee this friend, this teacher, this rabbi. All of that, in my mind, is important for us to reflect on as a way to anticipate the hope and the light and the joy that we will eventually celebrate on Easter. So again, very simply this week, I I commend to you the uh, passion narratives. We're going to put those uh, readings uh, on screen and in the comments below. I'd encourage you to read those, immerse yourselves in those, and remind yourself that this amazing story was not only true for those first disciples, but is also true for us today. As always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless.